Chapter Twenty of the Silent House. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mary Herndon Bell. The Silent House by Fergus Hume. Chapter Twenty: A New Development. You see, Mister Denzil," said Ferrucci turning triumphantly to lucian i did not buy this cloak i am not the italian this lady speaks of lucian was extremely astonished at this unexpected testimony in favour of the count and questioned the shopwoman sharply are you certain of what you say he asked looking at her intently yes i am sir said the girl stiffly as though she did not like her word doubted the gentleman who bought the cloak was not so tall as this one nor did he speak english well i had great difficulty in learning what he wanted but you said he was dark with a moustache and-i said all that sir this is not the gentleman could you swear to it said lucian more chagrined than he liked to show to the victorious ferrucci if it is necessary i could sir said the shopwoman with the greatest confidence and after so direct a reply and such certain evidence denzil had nothing to do but retire from an awkward position as gracefully as he could and now sir said ferrucci who had followed him out of the shop you come with me please where to asked lucian gloomily to my friend to my rooms i have shown i did not buy the cloak you speak of and now we must speak to my friend dr jorce to tell you i was not at jersey street when you say is dr jorce at your rooms i asked him to call about this time said ferrucci glancing at his watch when mrs vrain speak to me of what you say i wish to defend myself so i write last night to my friend to talk with you this day i get his telegram saying he would come at two hours lucian glanced in his turn at his watch half-past one he said beckoning to a cab very good count we will just have time to get back to your place and what you think now said ferrucci with a malicious twinkle in his eyes i do not know what to think replied lucian dismally save that it is a strange coincidence that another italian should have bought the cloak the count shrugged his shoulders as they got into the hansom but he did not speak until they were well on their way back to marquis street he then looked thoughtfully at his companion i do not believe coincidence he said abruptly but in design what do you mean count i do not quite follow you someone who knows i love mrs vrain wished to injure me said the count rapidly and so to make their self like me to buy that cloak ah you see but he could not make himself as tall as me oh yes sir i am sure it is so do you know any one who would disguise himself so as to implicate you in the murder no ferrucci shook his head i cannot think of one man not one do you know a man called rent asked lucian abruptly i do not mr denzil said ferrucci at once why do you ask well 
I thought he might be the man to disguise himself. But no, added Lucian, remembering Rhoda's account of Rent's white hair and beard, it cannot be him. He would not sacrifice his beard to carry out the plan. In fact, he could not without attracting Rhoda's attention. Rhoda? Rent? What strange names you talk of, cried Ferrucci vivaciously. No stranger than that of your friend Jorce. Ferrucci laughed. Oh, he is altogether most strange. You see. It was as the Italian said. Dr. Jorce, who was waiting for them in the Count's room, proved to be a small, dried-up atom of a man, who looked as though all the color had been bleached out of him. At first sight he was more like a monkey than a man, owing to his slight queer figure and agile movements. But a closer examination revealed that he had a clever face and a pair of most remarkable eyes. These were of a steel-gray hue, with an extraordinary intensity of gaze, and when he fixed them on Lucian at the moment of introduction, the young barrister felt as though he were being mesmerized. For the rest, Jorce was dressed somberly in black cloth, was extremely voluble and vivacious, and impressed Lucian with the idea that he was less a fellow-mortal than a changeling from fairyland. Quite an exceptional man was Dr. Jorce, and, as the Italian said, most strange. "'My good friend,' said Ferrucci, laying his stern hand on the shoulder of this oddity, "'this gentleman wishes you to decide a—what do you say?—bet?' "'A bet!' cried the little doctor in a deep bass voice, but with some indignation. "'Do I understand, Count, that you have brought me all the way from my place in Hampstead to decide a bet?' "'Ah, but, sir, it is a bet most important,' said Ferrucci with a smile. "'This Mr. Denzil declares that he saw me in Pim—Pim—what?' "'In Pimlico,' said Lucian, seeing that Ferrucci could not pronounce the word. "'I say that the Count was in Pimlico on Christmas Eve.' "'You are wrong, sir,' said Jorce, with a wave of his skinny hand. "'My friend, Count Ferrucci, was in my house at Hampstead on that evening.' "'Was he?' remarked Lucian, astonished at this confident assertion. "'And at what time did he leave?' "'He did not leave till next morning. My friend, the Count, remained under my roof all night, and left at twelve o'clock on Christmas morning.' "'So you see,' said Ferrucci airily to Lucian, "'that I could not have done what you think.' as that was done, by what you said, between eleven and twelve on that night. "'Was the Count with you at ten o'clock on that evening?' asked Denzil. "'Certainly he was. So you have lost your bet, Mr. Denzil. Sorry to bring you such bad fortune, but truth is truth, you know.' "'Would you repeat this statement, if I wished?' "'Why not? Call on me at any time. The Haven, Hampstead.' that will always find me. "'Ah, but I do not think it will be necessary for Mr. Denzil to call on you, sir,' interposed the Count rapidly. "'You can always come to me. Well, Mr. Denzil, are you satisfied?' "'I am,' replied Lucian. "'I have lost my bet, Count, and I apologize. Good day, Dr. Jorce, and thank you.' 
Count Ferrucci, I wish you good-bye. Not even au revoir, said Ferrucci mockingly. That depends on the future, replied Lucian coolly, and forthwith went away in low spirits at the downfall of his hopes. Far from revealing the mystery of Vrain's death, his late attempts to solve it had resulted in utter failure. Lydia had cleared herself, Ferrucci had proved himself innocent, and Lucian could not make up his mind what was now to be done. In this dilemma he sought out Diana, as knowing from experience that where a man's logic ends, a woman's instinct begins, he thought she might suggest some way out of the difficulty. On arriving at the Royal John Hotel, he found that Diana was waiting for him with great impatience, and hardly giving herself time to greet him, she asked how he had fared in his interview with Count Ferrucci. "'Has that man been arrested, Mr. Denzil?' "'No, Miss Vrain. I regret to say that he has not been arrested. To speak plainly, he has, so far as I can see, proved himself innocent.' "'Innocent? And the evidence against him?' "'Is utterly useless.' I brought him face to face with the woman who sold the cloak, and she denies that Ferrucci bought it. But she said the buyer was an Italian. She did, and dark, with a moustache. All the same, she did not recognize the Count. She says the buyer was not so tall, and spoke worse English. Ferrucci could make his English bad if he liked. Probably, but he could not make his stature shorter. No, Miss Vrain, I am afraid that our Italian friend, in spite of the evidence against him, did not buy the cloak. That he resembles the purchaser in looks and nationality is either a coincidence or... Or what? Seeing that Lucian hesitated. Or design, finished the barrister. And indeed the Count himself is of this opinion. He believes that someone who wished to get him into trouble personated him. Has he any suspicions as to whom the person may be? He says not, and I believe him. For if he did suspect any particular individual, he certainly would gain nothing by concealment of the fact. Hmm, said Diana thoughtfully. So that denial of the saleswoman disposes of the cloak's evidence. What about the Count's presence in Jersey Street on Christmas Eve? He was not there. But Rhoda, the servant, saw him both in the house and in the back yard. She saw a dark man with a moustache, but she could not say that he was a foreigner. She does not know Ferrucci, remember. The man she saw must have been the same as the purchaser of the cloak. Where does Ferrucci say he was? At Hampstead, visiting a friend. Oh, and what does the friend say? He declares that the Count was with him on Christmas Eve and stayed all night. That is very convenient evidence for the Count, Mr. Denzil. Who is this accommodating friend? A doctor called Jorce. Can his word be trusted? So far as I can judge from his looks and a short acquaintance, I should say so. It was half-past eight when the servant saw the dark man run out of the yard. Yes. And at half-past eight, Ferrucci was at Hampstead in the house of Dr. Jorce. Not that I know of, 
said lucian remembering that he had asked jorce the question rather generally than particularly but the doctor declared that ferrucci was with him at ten o'clock on that evening and did not leave him until next morning so as your father was killed between eleven and twelve ferrucci must be innocent it would seem so if this doctor is to be believed muttered diana reflectively but judging by what you have told me there is nothing to show that ferrucci was not in pimlico at eight-thirty and was not the man whom the servant saw well certainly he could get from pimlico to hampstead in an hour and a half however the main point about all this evidence is that neither ferrucci nor lydia vrain killed your father no no that seems clear still still they know about it oh i am sure of it it must have been ferrucci who was in pimlico on that night if so he knows who rent is and why he stayed in jersey street perhaps although he denies ever hearing the name of rent but i would not be surprised if the man who could solve the mystery is who who dr jorce himself i feel sure of it End of chapter 20